Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the CRM Podcast. Uh, our first, second time on today, Dan Sharplin. Um, if you want to check out our first one, it's number 10, NZ Thrift Store. He runs a little bit of a, a side hustle on the side. Um, if you're into vintage kicks and vintage gear and the likes, go and check him out on Instagram. Um, but for this for this episode, we're going to focus a little bit more about him and a little bit of what he's been up to lately. He's um, just gone and completed his first uh bodyboarding competition uh, obviously a lot of rugby boys have been on it uh lately but uh, this is a podcast for everyone man and this is uh, a space that i want to get into as well so uh, welcome again brother welcome back how are you cheers brother thanks for having me back on again um no nah, all in well bro all in well that's good man hey um obviously you, you had a little bit of a footy background and stuff like that but kind of take us right back to the start man where, where did this the start for um bodyboarding kind of come into play for you yeah um so yeah for for the boys um who who listen to our other podcast i pretty much had that um acl injury and um obviously that sent me back couldn't really do too much um just rehab and stuff um then yeah pretty much just found the gym while i was doing my rehabbing and uh i think it must have been so i did that Ash Mullen challenge, had my surgery, and then yeah, stuck in stuck in rehab for a while. Um, I think it was only this year, bro. Um, I started to you know get my strength back in my knee, and um, and then I just was talking and working with the local PT at uh, Anytime Fitness, and um, yeah, I was just thinking like, well, what's the go here? What kind of classes? What's the different ages and weights and stuff like that um, for the categories? And we we started talking and. Um, yeah, one thing sort of led to another. He um, signed us up and it was started prep about 18, 19 weeks ago now. So, yeah. Bro, it's a long time, eh? It's a long time to <laughs> yeah, be perfect bro. for something real specific. Yeah. Um, so, so pretty much that's how it started. Kind of, how did you feel going into it? Like before you made that decision to kind of get into it? Um. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty, like, it was something I thought about for a while. Like, I was thinking, shit, man, I, like, do I want to be up on stage posing in, in some uh, some short G-bangers, short, short jockeys, or, um, <laughs> like, what, what, yeah, I was sort of thinking, fuck, that's not, that's not me, really, like, but um, I knew if I had done it, one, I'd be in, like, probably the best shape I've been, been in my life, um, mm. and two, it's, like, you know, I'm a firm believer of just giving something a go, like, obviously, I wasn't, Hundred percent rugby, hundred uh, percent fit for rugby that year. So, um, I was thinking, fuck, why not? Eh? Like, um, you know, I'm going to be doing nothing otherwise. So, yeah, firm believe of giving something a go and something new and out of my comfort zone. And um, stepped on it for a while, but yeah, once uh, we put a plan in place, I was um, pretty much just lit the fire from there, bro. Nice, bro. What did that plan look like? Um, so, the one thing about my trainer that like. Like I just highly like, you know, recommend anyone I've seen to is um he he sort of wanted to learn my body first. Uh, um so like I think when we first signed up, he just had me on my my regular schedule that I was doing beforehand. Um bear in mind I did have a I guess a solid base to to work with. So I, I did track some of my, my um my cows and stuff. So just stuck on that for a few weeks and he just seen what uh, my body did. And um, just tried to learn learn how it worked and whatnot. Um, from there, it was pretty much, I think that was for three weeks. From there, it was uh, lean bulk, 
for what's that? Say, say good eight to eight to nine weeks, I think. Um, so yeah, pretty much just adding calories here and there, taking some out, learning more about the body, um, making slow gains. Because for anyone who who knows, you know, the lean bulk or the bulking sort of phase. Um, it's tough because you don't, it's not like shredding. You don't just see yourself losing weight. It's slow, like long gains, um, especially if you're doing it right and not like a dirty mm. bulk. So there was that for about eight weeks, nine weeks. Um, and then, yeah, the fun sort of kicked in after that for the rest of whatever it was, six, seven weeks, um, the cut. And the good thing about that as well was we didn't go straight from, say, 3,200 calories to 2,000, like, um, yeah. It's we had time on our side, so it was just you know one week after another, drop this, drop that, slowly pull that out, and um, yeah, and then uh, towards the last few weeks, especially peak week, that's when um, all the chaos and stuff um, sort of kicked in. But uh, it, it's a it's a buzzy journey, bro, and like I learned a lot from like my experiences doing it. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was wicked. That's mean. So first three or four weeks, you're kind of sticking to kind of a little bit what you knew and then you went into like two months just over two months of lean bulk and then you started your cut so yeah. is there like obviously there's three or maybe four different phases how did you yeah. find the training and like the difference in training so obviously when your body was starting to change how did you feel yeah. training wise oh, that's a good question bro so like um obviously the first yeah it's good how you put it in phase so the first say two phases of just knowing what I what I already was doing and the bulk, that's where I was training probably at my peak, like my big lifts and and my my solid trains. Obviously, having that that um extra extra calories and and food in there just fueled me up way more. Mm. Um, the starting the shred wasn't too bad, but um towards the last four to five weeks, um yeah, my training sort of took a hit. Um, it was it was pretty hard to stay focused and there was definitely no heavy lifts there. It was all volume, high rep stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it's weird how, like, you, you're thinking, oh, well, I can't even lift this anymore. I used to be able to do that, but you just got to understand that the f- you're putting half or a quarter of the fuel in your head from the start. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it's expected to, to drop um, significantly um, kind of thing. So, yeah, it's pretty buzzy, but... um. Again, I enjoyed enjoyed the process, the ups and downs of it, uh, for sure. Yeah, nice, bro. Kind of like going into a little bit more detail in that lean bulk. So, what were you eating on a like for a day? Yeah. Um. So it started off like my favorite meal, which was um, heaps of people will know the old protein pancakes. Um. Mm. So that that was always solid for me. Like have a solid meal uh, first up. That was cool, and then. Shit, seems to be a while ago now. Um, I think it was. I think I had two two reps. I think, and that sort of might sound weird, but it was two egg reps with like um your non-starchy veggies. So they would mean like your onion, your spinaches, and stuff. So for me, that was also all right. Um, that's sort of like your smoko sort of time. Um, going to your lunch was just your typical chicken rice. Um, bit of veggies, bit of avo. So, um, pretty standard there. Um, there was a, a pre-workout meal, which was normally other oats, and um, so your oats and berries, or um, it sort of changed up a bit after a while, and it was a bit of wheat bix. Um, 
bit of honey and stuff just to get the sugar pumping like for your workout. So there was pre-workout and then always when you finish your workout, you'd do your post-workout meal, which was some sort of cereal. I, I think I started on rice bubbles, ended on Milo cereal. Um, when I found out I could have Milo, I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Milo cereal with a, with a bit of banana and your protein shake as the milk. So that, that was also um, pretty good to have after that. And then yeah. um, dinner was pretty similar to lunch. It was either you know your chicken and rice um veggies or you just change your carb option and had like potato so um what i did was just chop the potato up into like um chips or fries um sort of and put them in the air fryer so it sort of was the goat for me and switched the game up a bit so it was pretty good bro i would have got sick of eating that shit bro, 100 <laughs> especially like finishing two months of eating that and then thinking oh fuck i'm on to the next phase surely i can eat something yeah. different yeah, but, you, but you're, you're just eating less, so um, mm-hmm. pretty much, man. Talk us through more, like you, you mentioned earlier, ups and downs. What what were they, bro? Tell us about that. Um, yeah, so definitely the downsides were like, especially getting into the the last, well, say starting from the shred. Um, just my energy was low. Um. I feel like I got pretty moody towards, you know, my friends and family and stuff and um, not intentionally, but it was all just like, especially with work, if you're doing, you know, your eight hour day and then you're coming home and having to spend another hour or so in the gym, it it got pretty, pretty taxing on the body and you just felt like I still got a long time to go and whatnot. Um, But then um, the ups were obviously just seeing like the body change and the experiences like, my coach showed me like a, a pretty pretty good quote that stuck with me the whole time and it was like the worse you feel the um the better you look kind of thing so that was always always in my mind so the shit i felt like i knew the better i was looking and and, and it's a it's definitely a mental game the old bodybuilding other sports definitely mental so um that was pretty much the key ups and downs it's just you know having lack of energy and and um not putting in i guess the effort for the outside of the gym and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pretty tough, man, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. Like, talk about more, obviously, like, you don't train, like, you don't spend nine weeks just, like, being keen for training every day. Yeah. Like, there were days, like, I'm going to guess that there were days that you kind of woke up and thought, oh, I cannot be fucked going to the gym. How did you get over that, bro? Yeah, How did you get over that? Um... Yeah, that's, that's definitely a um, good way of putting it. Um, especially on the weekends and stuff, when all my all my boys and stuff were out, you know, having drinks and stuff. Um, you know, I was in the gym either day or night, depending on how I was feeling. See, if I'd waken up, woken up in the morning, because um, most mornings consist of my cardio, so I can just get that out of the way, um, so I didn't have to think about that. And then it was normally my my weights in the afternoon, but um, weekends sort of differ, but. Yeah, seeing, um, especially seeing or hearing what the plans were for the boys on the weekend was like, damn, like I'm sort of missing out on heaps. And for me, um, for me, I get, you know, I got massive FOMO and be like, ah, you know, I wish I was doing this and doing that. But then I just sort of was at home man, and like you, you, you sort of get through it, you chuck on some YouTube vids or whatever, you know, um, Track of some sebum, one of the one of the goats in bodybuilding, but a pre-workout uh, sort of got me going, got me going. Um, 
those sort of tough times, especially on you know in your leg days and stuff on the week, and you're like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Nice, bro. Um, bro, what what does like a in lean bulk? What does a workout look like for you? Let's go upper body. Um, upper body. So, so uh, another thing, good thing about the old trainer was he he mixed it up. I think every three or four weeks. Um, so I, I ended up having a handful of different different programs. But um, say in the lean bulk, what I can remember was sort of say it wasn't sort of like chest and blah blah blah. It was just we had an upper day body. So I think I'd be start off with my compound lift. So my um my chest press, um, chest press and bench press and all that. Um. So we start off with those, and then it was sort of going to some activation. So like some flies, chest press flies. Um, shit, what else was there? Um, sometimes incorporated like um, shoulders. So we did some um, lateral raises. Um, yeah, it was all, all sorts, bro, which was good. I was pretty stoked there. It wasn't like I'd look, go to the gym, look at my phone, and be like, oh, this is what I have to do, and I'm not leaving until I do it. It was more like, Every every couple of weeks was something new, and he also let me like do what I wanted to do as well because if you know what's the plan if you're not going to enjoy it and stick to it kind of thing. Yeah. So um, nah, it was yeah, it was, it was awesome. My trainer like worked out with me um, pretty well. So that's mean, bro. Yeah, that's mean. So after your after your lean bulk, you went into a cut. Was it a yeah. cut? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Tell us yeah. about that. How was that? Um. Yeah. So. Like, like I said, having Tom on our side was, was pretty cool. It wasn't a, a t- like a big cut, so just say for roughly, I can't remember the numbers, but say we're on 3,200 calories after the lean bulk. Um, we would say pull out 200 calories and then see what the body does. Um, those sort of times weren't too tough because 200 calories was, wasn't wasn't too much um, of a, you know, taking out of my lean bulk. So that, that was all right. Um, it sort of got to when you started getting to the three or four weeks where you're, you're taking out, say, five, 600, which is a couple of meals that I would normally have, which I didn't have. Um, that's when the training sort of took a hit, the, the mood moodiness started coming in. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was good having time on the side, bro, you know, just um, to work with, play with, see what the body does. Um, and it only really got to, like, a real taxing taxing time those last especially last the peak week but the, maybe the two 12 weeks before that too like three weeks out yeah um yeah yeah true what was um what was like a week so like how often were you training bro and 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 cut so what twice a yeah. day four five days a week or yeah bro so um pretty much schedule looking like Start from Monday. So Monday was always, like I said, cardio in the morning before work. I think it must, depending on when I started, it was either between four thirty and five. I'd be on the treadmill, and um, the olds were um, pretty supportive about it. They got a got a nice treadmill in uh, downstairs, so um, so I was down there at say five o'clock, quarter to five. Um, most mornings, I say about three to three to four times out of the working week, um, doing between. 40 in an, in an hour just of um just walking on the treadmill the old incline treadmill yeah so that that was always good to get that out the way and um it was actually a good start to the day because once i'd done that um you know i was pretty um pretty hungry got to have that um that protein pancakes afterwards so that was, that was always a good start 
to my day, and then um, and then yeah, every I think it was Monday to Saturday was was always on, was always weights and stuff. So I'd just go after work, say around five o'clock again in the Arvo, depending on um what time I finish work, and um, pretty much train for an hour to hour and fifteen ish with warm ups and uh, warm ups and whatnot. But um, again coming towards the end of that that cut or um say comp day trainings only lasted 40 minutes to whatever i could focus to it yeah. sort of took a hit when i said took a yeah take a hit it was like it was hard to focus for for an hour or over an hour so it was for what i could get done in that time was more, more um efficient nice bro how was your yeah. um preparation leading into comp so like do you have any like stories of how like how your how your eating changed and how your how your training changed. Like, was it cool seeing how your body was reacting to all this yeah. training and and food? Yeah, bro, it was actually pretty funny. So, like, um, so the crack up crack up way to get through some of the like towards the last few weeks were, um, so I forgot to mention before I went to bed, I normally had some sort of like Greek or plain yoga with um, my protein. So it's all like a I guess you could say dessert. Yep. Um. It got to the point where I would I would start using a, a, a teaspoon instead of a tablespoon, you know, more more mouthfuls, um, thinking, tricking the uh, the stomach and mind that you know I'm fuller after yeah. eating so much more um, mouthfuls and stuff. So that, that was always like I said, it got pretty mental, mentally taxing doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and it was buzzy like again most of the most of the things happened the last few weeks and like seeing the body sort of slowly adapt and like seeing you know an extra muscle pop there or like a vein pop there it's like shit man this is this is actually like you know this is fuzzy yeah pretty rewarding <laughs> and, yeah bro and that and again that's what sort of keep the fire ticking seeing those little wins is like you know i'm onto something something's working you know keep grinding it out and um you know you still got three weeks of this so you can see what happens then kind of thing yeah that's cool yeah, bro. Bro. do you have um before and after photos in that yep yep definitely so like um a good thing um my trainer got me to do we didn't do it from the bat but i think maybe two or three weeks and he started started um getting me to take progress pictures um and obviously my body weight i think it was every friday morning um oh yeah as soon as i woke up see if i get some pictures in and uh, my weight and stuff so um now I've obviously can look back on that and just see slowly how the body changed week by week. Um, as well as all my, like my own photos I took, you know, you know, I was thinking, seeing the extra muscle there and there, you know, like all the videos and stuff. So I've got like, that's one thing I, was, I always said to myself, if I was to go through something like that, um, something sort of long, like a long working, um, journey was to document as much as you can, um, so then, you know, you look back at him and see like sort of how far you come or when you're at the, those um, tough times, you just look back and you're like, well, you know, I've, I'm at this far. So, you know, come on, keep going, type, type buzz. Yeah, bro, 100%. Um, yeah, rewarding um, is, yeah. Bro, like a, a couple of days before before comp, how was, how was that for you? Like, could you eat anything you wanted like before or did you have to wait till after the show to kind of binge out? Yeah, so um, if, if anything, that was the most taxing um, part of the prep was that peak week. So they call it peak week. Um, show being Saturday, Monday being the start of my peak week. Um, and yeah, that was 
when I was, you know, it gets mentally tough. Like, um, you know, you're looking good, but when you see 40 grams of uncooked rice in, in, your, in your bowl, it's like, shit, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a lot. And, um, and it gets really bland to that stage. So just so you're on and you can keep it simple, something like that for me, Monday to Friday was looking like 40 grams of rice, um, 80 grams of uncooked chicken. So it sort of came to about 60, 60 grams once it's all been cooked and shrunken down. Um, an LCM bar and a bit of avo and honey. So that was pretty much what I had six times a day morning to tonight the same meal Fuck for really. the whole week so it was, yeah like yeah it was pretty pretty mentally challenging thinking oh wow this is my you know sixth time eating this today especially in the morning you know you wake up and having all these protein pancakes and now you're here having chicken and um 40 grams of rice yeah, <laughs> of LCM bar. It, yeah it was crazy man it was, it was, i was like wow crazy yeah <laughs> Brady, did you um yeah. did you take a, a shot of vodka as well what a, tell us about that oh yeah bro buzzy is um i see like there's another thing i sort of learned from from the whole situation and stuff there's different ways obviously to do it but talking to my coach um the night before the show so i think it might have been so i was friday it was friday i think it might have been about nine or ten o'clock one hour before i went to bed um he got me to have my coffee my my just my straight black coffee with two shots of vodka and like the reason behind there was to uh to like the vodka and obviously your coffee like dehydrates you so that the vodka over like your sleep would um just sort of suck suck like your, your stomach and suck pretty much everything in like sort of just shrink it absorb it all um of your body so all your water weight and stuff like that um so it's a tactic that bodybuilders use i think you can use like wine or like your yeah, vodka is a good one um and yeah, so I was just thinking, what really vodka and for coffee? He's like, yeah, it's it's uh, sounds weird, but it's, it definitely helps, bro. Like, um, I got some pictures and obviously before and after, and you could tell that makes just the waist shrink and makes everything more more defined, and and the water the water retention goes. So it, it was probably game changer, and I didn't know that up until the last week of going into it. So true, oh, yeah, bro. bro that's that's buzzy. Eh? I would never yeah. thought of anything like that. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the comp. How did how did it go for you? How did you end up? Um, but it was it was unreal, bro. Like being my first time, I wasn't really ex- sure what to expect. And um, there was a lot of veterans there. Like um, there's a couple of people who were doing their fiftieth show or fortieth show, and here I am doing my first show. And it was it was a good environment, bro. There was no there was no sort of oh, yeah, I've been here for this long, and this this is my fifth you know 10 15 20 show uh, i'm big dog and i think they're all like helpful all the boys because you go you're in like sort of like a hall stage on like on stage but then there's a backstage obviously where you can ready and whatnot and um yeah all the boys are shining and it, it's good yarns good vibes and stuff and even with the first time i was like myself um few of us and then you have your veterans it wasn't like like i said the big dogs here you know small small pups there it was even was sort of you know getting involved so interacting and stuff um yeah about the show it, it was it was good um i prepared in three classes um one being novice so novice 70, uh, 70 to 80 kgs so um novice being first time category i um i weighed in at 79.9 so i, I was uh quite quite stoked to 
be in that category, being the biggest of the smallest category, if that makes sense. Um, so I got gold in that. And then there was a junior men's division, which um, bracketed 20 to 23 years old. Um, so if you're obviously in that in that age frame, you can be bloody 100 kgs, you could be 70. Um, I got gold in that too, which was pretty cool. And then um, played with the big boys in the open classic physique, which was the longer sort of looking trunks. Yeah. Um, th- that's where it's a bit of a long story, but um, to try to make it sure was that's where all the big athletes were going to compete as it's like a it was like a pro card event which was pretty much indoor of a bodybuilder you want to get your pro card so you can you know be an overseas pro you can go overseas and and um, compete like nationally True. um so that yeah so that's what you're gun for being a bodybuilder so this this event this event i was at we pretty much say had your your best of your best in auckland or or even around the country gunning for that pro card in that in that um in that class so just so having to be you know it was a class i was doing so i was playing up against the the real big boys you know the people have been doing it for a while and so i wasn't really expecting too much of it but i, I placed fifth in my class which was True. which i was pretty yeah which i was pretty stoked about like it was a bit of a small small one for me um again these guys have all been pretty much experienced experienced fellas so there was i think class a class b and class c and those classes going off your height and weight so i think the smaller dudes might have been about 170 to 174 being under 85 kgs possibly um yep. class b that i was in was was 98 kg so you, your max was 98 and i think your height was 180 so i was 180 height but i was only 79 kegs whereas these boys were could be 180 height and 95 to 96 kg so they were going to be a lot bigger than i was yeah um yeah so but it is what it is what it was and like um i was expecting that and it was no surprises but like i said uh, i definitely took the small one got a medal for it so um it was, it was such an awesome time bro and I, I really enjoyed it and going off those results i qualified for nationals in auckland before going well in about eight weeks so that's the next sort of the goal eh? fuck wicked bro congrats brother so um Bro, that, that, that's kind of what I kind of wanted to get into a little bit after that. After that story is, yeah. so you think you'll carry on with it? Yeah, bro. So like, um, I've actually had that question a couple of times um, from all my the rugby boys and whatnot. Um, and to be honest, man, like the experiences like from the for comp and prep and stuff, although it was long and I missed out on heaps. Like, I think my birthday friend, but um, between that comp prep, so that was pretty, pretty like it was. It, so work was as usual uh, as um, usual. So I didn't um, have no celebrated drinks or anything. But um, like it was all rewarding. And um, and you know, like you said, there's these guys doing bodybuilding and they're forties, they're forty five, some even fifty. There's categories for masters, which is over fifty. Um, and I know rugby is not um, too much of a long term sport. And um, having an injury and stuff, I, I know it sort of worked out a bit better for me at the moment. But I, I would say it's not my last rugby game, but I'm, but I'm still going to carry on with this bodybuilding, and um, see where it can take me. To be honest. Yeah, nice, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, bro, that's good to hear. So, bro, one thing that I want to know is, obviously, it, it was a bit of a, a tough time, but rewarding at the same time. What's what? What are a few of your biggest learnings, bro? 
that that you look back in hindsight and think, yeah, no, nah, that's that's something that I didn't know before I started this. Yeah, um, good question, bro. Some pretty key learnings going like being there now, or being here now, and um, not knowing what I know at the start was, um, and something I'm going to be taking into this next prep is you. There's always like because the first going through that that um that prep was like i've i always thought that no you can't have fun you can't you, you just gotta do this you gotta stay at home all weekend and stuff and watch i did pretty much i didn't really do much other than watch a couple of rugby games with the bro and stuff but um going to this next one you can incorporate it like you can do things and still have a good time and you know hang out with your mates and stuff um so like going into my next my next prep like say i don't know the boys are going out for a, a drink at the pub um as long as i could get my meals in before the uh, before i left i can go hang out um hang out with them for a couple of hours bro you know have a couple of slaps on on the tab or whatnot and then go home and it didn't have to be sort of um sit at home on your phone doing nothing so that was one key learning just to incorporate a different different uh take on prep and um Another one was just like, I was sort of, sort of just like, just keep sticking to it because there was times there where I, I didn't think I was sort of, the body was changing, especially the first first eight or nine weeks where, you, like I said, the lean bulk was, was um, not as rewarding because you can't, you don't firsthand see yourself, you know, getting bigger. Others, it might be a bit, bit more, bit of a different story. But um, yeah, that was sort of like, just keep, keep trusting the process and um especially in your trainer and stuff because obviously know their shit so um it's just sort of you know keep trusting the process and um everything should sort of turn out the way uh, way it's going to be so yeah yeah nice bro i like that um bro kind of talk around how like bodybuilding and and physique has kind of changed your i suppose like your mental health because obviously like body image and stuff is is massive, especially in like yeah. females in this day and age. But like it's not really yeah. talked about through through males and stuff. How does it? How does you being a bodybuilder now and kind of having that physique? How does that help your? I suppose like your your, your self conscious like. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question, bro. Like, um, yeah, like I don't know anyone who knows me personally or like had you know been um, following my Instagram for a while. I I was the type that. You know, posted bloody once every six months, and posted maybe a story every, you know, few weeks or something. And um, yeah. I, like I wouldn't say you know, or being all in humble and stuff. As when I started seeing changes and stuff, posting, you know, posting the old story here, the odd picture here, um, and then getting their support back from your you either your gym boys or like your family friends. Um, it sort of just gave you like you know like let the spark again, and you're like some someone be like i oh, know you're looking good bro and then just something like that would be like wow like you know what i'm doing is is sort of getting noticed um whether it's on instagram or you know face to face kind of thing so that was always rewarding like the industry that body, bodybuilding has there's a lot of good people out there i've met a lot of like real nice people some people i haven't even met face to face and it's just through instagram um and like they're always you know commenting on my stuff and just sort of like you know just lifts me up um lifts me up and it's just like it's, it's real rewarding and it sort of 
gave me more confidence to post what I want, like, you know, when I want, and sort of gave me that mentality of not really caring what I post and trying mm. to please other people, regardless if you look, you know, shredded or, or if you weren't shredded or not. Like, I've real, I've, I'm, I believe they're like, it's a good, good way to like take it on as who cares, like, what other people think, um, body image, you know, as long as you're doing what you want, you're feeling good mentally and stuff. Um, I think that's pretty much the key key points out of there. Nice, bro. I'm a big uh, fan of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if, if if anyone's listening to this and they are kind of, I don't know, like this has kind of inspired them to maybe look into it, where, where can they go to get a little bit more info, bro? Yeah. Um, so, if, if, you know, if you're in the gym or even if you, you're not in the gym, like, um, I don't know, maybe re- reach out to your your local PT or something like I did. I mean, that's pretty much obviously what I did. So that's all I really know. But um, even just yarning to few few of the boys that maybe are in the fitness industry or do you know the odd trainings and stuff and and um, get their take on it. But like I said, like from where you start, it doesn't matter like how far back you start. Um, if you're if you're pretty determined and like you know you're dedicated to to doing it. It, it's it's a workout 100% like um going back before bodybuilding and before the ash melon challenge you know i was getting up there i think i weighed like my highest was like 90 99 um kegs yeah um and if you told me that i was going to be competing on stage in a, over a year and a half being 80 kegs i would have just laughed kind of thing so like i yeah i think that you can't take it for granted and like you just dedicated to what you want and if you've got a goal even if it's small goals leading up to a big goal i think that would be where you'd start um you know having that big goal in mind is always great and then you know having a little goal is i'm like i'm gonna maybe do a couple walks a week or i'm gonna eat healthy for three out of five days and just sort of slow progress better than no progress the old cliche and saying kind of thing yeah for sure bro 100 percent yeah um one last thing, what was your first cheat meal? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to blab on too much, but it was a bit of a stitch up, bro. So um, after after the comp and wellies, um, my mum and dad wanted to have a beer um, at the pub. So I was like, yeah, cool. Sweet as, it's all right. Um, missed out on a few of those. So um, me and the crew went to went to the pub and we just had the old the old beer and at the pub and grub chips and stuff. So it wasn't really a, a feed, but um, and then... After that, we went to a couple of uh, the, the uni boys, got on it there, um, yeah. a few beers and stuff there. So that was all good. Went out to town and stuff. So it was a good night. And then I don't know what, I was on my way home from the Uber and um, got got out of the Uber and started walking to the hotel. And I've seen like McDonald's was closed. I've seen a couple other takeaway places around the, around my hotel were all closed. Um, <laughs> so I was like, what's going on here? Like, I'm, I'm you know, you just finished like, not 18 weeks of just solid prep and you've just gone out and you know you're having that that um that drunk hunger feed that you know that yeah. you, you're looking forward to when you come home and um so i was like wow this is a stitch up so went back to the hotel and i i actually ate my leftover prep before show <laughs> like i had bloody tuna and rice um and avo and shit and i was like Fuck, this sucks man <laughs> this sucks but um uh, the next morning, the old fixed up a, an all-you-can-eat uh, breakfast at the hotel, so that was gone. And uh, yeah, that, that was uh, ended in a couple of couple of, couple of stomach cramps. So 
That was all good. Bad. I cannot think of anything worse, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, I want to be like that straight bro. to K-Fry. I want to be like uh, straight to K-Fry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro, any, um, anything else you want to touch on? Um, nah, bro, just, that nah, was all, all good, covered pretty, uh, pretty much most things. And like I said, I yeah, appreciate being the old first, second time on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Nah, easy as, brother. Thank you for, um, thank you for reaching out and yeah, bro. I suppose sharing that journey because that's kind of like a space that not a lot of people get into at the moment, but I mean, yes, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely, um, a, um, a space where it can benefit you in a lot of ways, eh? Like obviously, yeah. Like you, yeah. you trim down a lot in terms of physically, but I suppose like mentally as well. Like it definitely mentally, help you, yeah, um, mental toughness and the like. So, um, bro, I'm pretty proud of you, eh? Like that's that's pretty mean journey, and obviously you coming from like a hundred kegs dropping what thirty kgs and over just over a year and a half. Like that's wicked, man. And um, yeah, bro. Um, it's, it's nah, a pleasure, it, man. It's a pleasure to get you back on the podcast, brother. Um, My man, no, nah, thank you, brother.